Welcome to Kelly Counts Macros Podcast. I'm Kelly Mozzie, mom of two, wife to a Yankees fan, a lover of exercise, nutrition, handbags, and all things peanut butter, popcorn, and chocolate, not to mention homemade puppy chow. I'm on a mission to transform the lives of busy individuals who are frustrated and overwhelmed. I get it. You're tired of endless Googling, saving, and pinning on social media, trying to figure out how to permanently lose weight, have tone muscles, and feel comfortable in your own skin again. You've tried it all and are ready for the last stop on the dieting train. I'll give you a virtual hug and a kick in the bum to kickstart your goals while enjoying pizza, wine, and chocolate. I'm glad you're here. I hope you stick around a while. Welcome back. In part one, we talked about calories being king for weight loss. Today in part two, I explain why macros are queen for tone muscles, balance, and forming new habits while educating yourself so that you have sustainable results and finally stop the yo-yo that I see so often with new clients. So what is a macro? Macro is short for macronutrients. There are three nutrients we need in larger quantities in our body that provide us with energy. They are the fats, the carbs, and the protein. So one gram of protein has four calories, one gram of carbs has four calories, and one gram of fat has nine calories. On a surface level, counting macros simply involves more deeply understanding the nutrients and the calories that make up your food and how they affect your body, which helps you make informed decisions about your food and drink choices. Bring on the Reese's and the White Claw. So macros are customizable to any dietary preference, body type, or goal. You can cut, which is lose weight, maintain, or bulk, making them a great, easy way for anyone who's serious about their body comp to take it to the next level. Everything else in our food, like vitamins and minerals, are categorized as micronutrients and are only required in small amounts. So as its name would suggest, counting macros focus on on the three macronutrients and how to optimize them to the greatest effect. So when you're counting macros, you're counting the grams of protein, carbs, and fats that you are consuming. So carbs are our body's preferred source of energy, which also means they're easy to overdo. So combine that with all the talk surrounding cutting carbs and the popularity of low-carb diets like keto, you know, it's easy to assume that carbs are the enemy. They should be avoided at all costs, right? No, no. It is true that simple carbs like sugar, white bread, white pasta, and white rice are easy to break down. Complex carbs such as whole grains and veggies and legumes take much more effort to digest and convert into fat. So healthy carbs also contain lots of fiber, which can suppress your appetite and actually help you lose weight. Protein is essential for human growth for development and tissue repair, which are all vital processes of building muscle. So vital, in fact, I believe you can benefit from 0.8 to 1.0 grams of protein per pound of your weight. If you're vegan or morbidly obese, you can use the lower end of that scale, even going down to 0.6 grams. So why so much protein? The TEF, the thermic effect of food. 
This is the increase in metabolic rate after ingestion of a meal. Protein takes longer to metabolize. The thermic effect of food, the TEF, refers to the amount of energy used by your body to digest, absorb, and dispose of the food you ingest. So consider this the operating cost of your working digestive system. One of the few costs in life you may be happy to pay. So you burn off some of the calories you consume in order to digest and eliminate the food. Fats have a thermic effect of about 3%. So if you consume 100 fat calories, only three calories will be spent digesting the fat. Fibrous veggies and fruit have a thermic effect of about 20% while protein has a thermic effect of about 30%. So if you eat 300 protein calories, you'll burn off 90 calories just digesting the protein. Protein also helps regulate your blood sugar. It's known to help with sugar cravings and the late night cravings. So a study done actually shows that people who have a higher protein breakfast and first meal had a huge drop in cravings. So more protein equals less cravings. If you do not get enough protein, it will break down your muscle. So protein is not like carbs and fats. The more muscle you have, the higher your metabolism. The older you are, the more protein you need. So protein is vital in maintaining muscle mass. Uh, muscle burns more calories. Protein takes longer to digest, increasing the calorie burn. Also, slowing down your eating and taking your time chewing will also increase the TEF, little fun fact. If you're in a calorie deficit, which we talked about in the first episode, and are not eating enough protein, you are burning through your muscle mass. So protein is not stored for later use like carbs are. Okay, let's talk fat. So fats are energy dense. It's easy to think that the more fat you eat, the fatter you'll get. Indeed, a lot of the diet advice we grew up hearing, I grew up hearing focused on that idea. I was from the era of fat-free everything, like bring on the snack wells, cookies, and the wow Doritos. Remember those? Advertising as fat-free. However, fats get a worse reputation than they deserve. Certain fats, especially healthy unsaturated fats, can actually help your heart rather than harm it. So fats are also vital for maintaining bodily functions, including vitamin absorption, um, blood clotting, and muscle move it, movement. Whereas traditional dieting focuses mainly on just calorie counting or counting points, Counting macros emphasizes the exact makeup of these calories. So we mentioned macronutrients show that not all calories are created equal. So for example, a large orange might have the same amount of calories as an Oreo. An Oreo likely contains next to no nutritional value, also known as empty calories. But the orange is packed full of healthy vitamins, minerals, and fiber. Healthier calories also tend to have more mass, which keeps you fuller longer, making you eat less. But with that being said, there are no good foods or bad foods. Oreos are not bad. Oranges are not good. Removing this mentality is key to the success with weight loss. Bad foods, claiming they're bad, induce guilt, which are a no-no in my book. 
Oreos, you should be eating Oreos. Reese's, Reese's should be enjoyed. Moose Tracks ice cream, heck yes, you should be having this with your family and your kids. So instead of blindly following a diet plan, counting macros revolves around eating and creating a personalized macro count, which encourages you to think about and plan out what foods you may want to eat. These macros can be changed, which is so ideal for being versatile. So better yet, macros can fit into any plan you might already be on. Or do you have dietary restrictions? No problem. Prefer meat? Fine, get your protein from meat. You love fish? Get it from fish. Doing vegan? Substitute that protein with tofu, tempeh, or seitan instead, right? Counting macros is a flexible eating lifestyle. So personally taking charge and actively trying to understand what goes into your body will help you make informed decisions about what you eat while counting your macros. You can adjust your macros to lose weight, leading to living a happy, healthy life that includes wine and pizza and pasta and cheese. So let's determine the hierarchy of nutrition. So if calories determine if you lose or gain weight, macros determine what is lost. So let's picture a pyramid, okay? The base of the pyramid, that's the largest part, is the most important part because calories determine if you lose or gain weight. While being in a calorie deficit will cause your weight on the scale to decrease if you're in a calorie surplus, that will cause the number on the scale to increase. Second most important is your macros. Getting enough protein will keep you full and support your lean muscle mass. Hitting your carb and fat goals will help you with your energy, keep you happy eating pizza, and it keeps your hormones in check. You can reach the body comp that you desire. Getting enough protein will also keep you satisfied and ultimately interchanging carbs and fats based on preference is likely fine if it helps to keep you consistent with your overall calorie goal. So hello, bring on my million dollar tip, pen and paper, put this in your memory bank, hit your protein, don't go over on your calories. You want to write that down. Let me say it again. Hit your protein. Don't go over on your calories. Third most important thing is micronutrients, the vitamins and the minerals, which can be good to hone in on if you're not feeling your best. Uh, you may need to adjust to getting in more of a certain micronutrient to help with your overall health and make you feel your best. Least important is supplements, because in my opinion, most are a waste of money when you can get your nutrients from food. Although I do think everyone should take a multivitamin. I don't really consider protein powder a supplement as it has calories. So I do consider it a food, um, but there's not really a pre-workout that I recommend. Definitely not fat burners. Um, I guess if you're going to be a bodybuilder or do a bikini competition, then maybe not quite sure. It's not really my jam. So I've seen so many stress over supplements and waste money on supplements, um, stress over nutrient timing, eating at certain times without having their macros in check. So my recommendation is to set your macros and realize what you are actually consuming. So that's all for today in part two of this series. Please check in again for part three. 
click on the link in the notes for your DIY custom free macro guide with an exact cal calculator that you can use so that you can lose weight to reveal tone muscles without confusion and overwhelm. So stay tuned for next time, uh, how to set your protein for fat loss to reveal tone muscles. You guys are always doing so much better than you think you are. And I mean that until next time.